everyone. This is Amanda Moore from the Angelman Syndrome Foundation, and you're listening to the ASF Podcast, the show that explains everything you want to know about Angelman Syndrome. We're so excited you're here, and we hope you enjoy the show. For this week's podcast, we have repurposed a webinar that was recorded in years past, but the information is still very much relevant today. We hope this information helps you on your journey. Enjoy the listen. Okay, everyone. We are live with all things AS with yours truly, Amanda. So glad that you guys are here with us tonight. Um, I am really excited about tonight's um, guest, and we'll get to her in just a minute. But I thank you all for joining us. I always love seeing all the names. We will do our best to keep up with the live comments that come up. But if we're not able to answer them, we will make sure to go back and answer them at a later date. So for those of you that don't know me, my name is Amanda Moore. I am the CEO of the Angelman Syndrome Foundation and proud mom to Jackson, who is six with Angelman Syndrome. So I'm really excited. If you're joining all about AS for the first time ever, welcome. We do these monthly for families just to get to know different aspects of Angelman Syndrome and about supports that we provide. So tonight is all things adult services. And before I get to Robin, I will tell you, one of the things that um, when I first got the job a couple of years ago, we did a survey and Robin will know this very well. We did a survey and asked the families what we can do better to support, um, support the community. And the number one thing that came back the, like the loudest was we need more services and more support for our, our individuals with adults, our individual with Angelman syndrome who are adults because we, we just didn't really have anything. And honestly, for all those parents, including you, Robin, who have older kids, you guys have paved the way <clears throat> for younger families like us to be able to have all these great resources. So the least we can do is start working on how we can provide supports for our amazing families who have adults with Angelman syndrome. So the first thing we did was look at that information and say, what do we need to do? And we started a task force. So first, before we get into the task force, Robin, if you can introduce yourself to the community, that would be amazing. Okay, I'm happy to be here. Happy to be here with Amanda, especially. So a little bit about me. Uh, my family and I live in Oxford, Mississippi. So that explains the Southern accent that I have. Um, I've uh, been married for 41 years to my husband and we have three children. Okay, we first have, of all, 41 years, what's, give me one secret. What's the secret? <laughs> Well, let me tell it. you, a lot of uh, support of each other. I can tell you exactly. that. We couldn't have made it with the other one not in the, you know. Okay. We, you know, we both, too, I'll talk about it in just a second. We both had careers as well. So, yeah. um, uh, anyway, it takes a lot. We both got degrees after we had Paige even. So, um, uh, we couldn't have done it without family support and each other. So, yeah. that's all I can say. You have, yeah. as everybody knows, you have hills and valleys when you have a 41-year marriage. And uh, you just got to be there when you got to be there is kind of how we've done it. But yeah. anyway, we have um, three kids. We have a son who's 38 who's married and has our three-year-old grandchild. And they live in Oxford. And then we have a son who's 34 who is married and has a five-year-old, our grandson. 
and he lives in Franklin, Tennessee, and that's about four hours from us. So I'm going to give a little history with the family because we're talking about adult yeah. uh, resources. And then Paige, our daughter with Angelman syndrome, is 28. So her brothers are 10 years and six years older than her. And Paige has the UPD transmission. Okay. She was diagnosed at about five years of age. That was with intensive searching. We went to three major uh, children's hospitals trying to get a diagnosis. But honestly, Paige was born in 93. There wasn't even a test for the UPD form at that time. Right. So um, she was diagnosed at age five, actually, because a early intervention teacher noticed her mannerisms were similar to another child she had taught. So really? that's a little interesting uh, story there. Uh, Paige currently, she's for three years, has lived in a supervised living home, okay. and it's about 12, 15 minutes from us, and she lives in a home in a neighborhood, and she has three roommates, and they all have their own rooms, and they have 24-7 caregivers, so there's uh, two to three caregivers all the time and someone stays awake at night. Paige does, Paige does need the most support at the home. So she um, does require uh, the most support at the house. And she also goes to day services Monday through Friday. Um, so she's been there three years. It's been, we have been really blessed with that. It's been a really positive experience for Paige. It's been really, really hard for her daddy and me yeah uh it's a tough thing uh but we thought we needed to do it while we could support her and help sure. her with her transition and so we've done it and Paige is very happy she tells us bye and to leave um, also uh, professionally I'm a retired professor of nursing so um, I'm a professor of nursing my husband is a speech language pathologist and he did oh. that after Paige was born so oh. um, We've been attend we've been involved with the Angelman Syndrome Foundation and attending conferences since Paige was diagnosed. So at five, I went to my first conference right after she was diagnosed, and we've been um, maybe to ten conferences. Um, we've only missed a couple. And uh, my family and I have been involved a couple of ways. One, my um, I'm a doctorally prepared nurse, so I do um, I did research in my career, and I did research with siblings who had a family member with a developmental disability oh, of genetic origin. So. Wow. Um, I did I research. I yeah, I did um, research with um, siblings with Down syndrome and with Angelman syndrome and with other developmental disabilities. So I did some presentations at conferences on the uh, research uh, I did with um, siblings. Uh, Drew and I, uh, you may recognize Drew. He's my son who's 34, lives in Franklin. He's been um, involved with sibling uh, groups now. And he and I have uh, done SIP shops at the last two conferences, and it's been wonderful. We've really mm -hmm. enjoyed that. Absolutely. Uh, also, uh, I've been a family support champion person since the beginning. And then now, excitedly, I got to be involved with this Adult Services Task yes. Force. It is the best group of people well, you could ever ask to work with. <laughs> These people are dedicated and have been there and want to want to pass it forward, you know, they want to pay it forward. Uh, they've been through it, they know some stuff and they've been helped along and that's what we all want to do. So that's a little bit about 
me and, and yeah. my family. Yeah, and I, I agree. I, I will say, even though I get to spend a lot of time working with you, I've learned something new about you tonight. So I'm very excited about that. Um, and I'm, I am going to be calling you when I'm having marital problems to see how to do them because 41 years is, is, is unbelievable. And that's amazing. So kudos to you guys. Um, and the advice you gave was awesome. So yeah, I think um, I, you're right. The group that we've been working with is unbelievable. And I think a couple of them, I do see um, Cindy yeah. said, hey, Robin, and she's one of yeah. the people in the task force. But we have the, you know, what we did was we pulled together um, a group of families who were just really passionate about creating resources and services for um, for our community. And I will tell you, Robin, I don't know if you remember our first meeting. Our first meeting, I pu we pulled everyone together that was interested, that was interested and that meeting was really cathartic for some of you because mm -hmm. it was the first time we pulled people kind of together just to talk about their experiences, what they needed, what they were frustrated with, what they struggled with. And we thought we have something here. Like we, we need to figure out one, what are some resources that we can create, but what, how also can we create community? where we can give people a place where they can come together and share their shared experiences. So before we get into some of that, um, can you just talk a little bit about some of the things that the adult task force has already produced for the community under your leadership? Well, I, I, again, I couldn't have done it without but this great group and they're so supportive of me and when I have questions about things that I need help with now as well. So we, we started, like Amanda said, we had some some really good suggestions on things we needed to start with because we really were starting from zero as far as the ASF with adult resources. So we really started, and Amanda can jump in here, I may not even remember it all, but <laughs> we started with uh, a transition checklist, which is on the website, uh, and spent a good bit of time trying to get the, the items on that that needed to be done. I think one thing I want to say here is one thing we're trying to do is make it so people don't have to reinvent the wheel yeah. because that's what each of us on this adult task force have had to do. Each of us have had to find our way and there's no yeah. reason for that because, you know, we need a plus clearinghouse where people, yeah. you know, there's sure. either human resources to help people or, you know, print resources to help. So we did the transition checklist. We also pretty, soon did a checklist on what you need to ask if you're looking for a home, you know, living outside the home mm -hmm. for your child with or your adult with Angelman syndrome. I do want to make the plug here, though, because I've had some questions about this. This adult task force has really two big things. One is we're working for working on resources for caregivers to support mm -hmm. adults with AS. And as a subcategory of that, which is a big category that I'm most proud of really, mm -hmm. is the sibling portion of it. Mm -hmm. So we've really carved out a sibling portion. So they have their own time. They have special needs really. Yeah. Um, from children through uh, adulthood, our siblings do. And so we've carved them out. But then they're also a part of the major caregiver group. So and they what I met, to, right, Robin? They just had their first meeting. They had their first meeting. It was unbelievable. But you're right; they have a lot of questions. They do, and and so we have uh, we have I think four or five siblings on our task force now. Leslie, yep. uh, 
who's a sibling, is uh, the co-leader with me on this. And so we're trying to address both. But anyway, the point I wanted to make was, as far as caregivers, these adult resources are for wherever the adult with Angelman syndrome is living. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're, we're spending some time doing some resources for outside the home because that's been sorely needed. We haven't yeah. had that. But we're also... Uh, hopefully, and with your help, everybody's help meeting the need for no matter what the living situation yeah. is and no matter who the caregiver is. Absolutely. So yeah. I think those are the two big things. We're getting ready in October, which we'll talk about in a minute, to uh, launch our own um, group that's going to meet every other month. Uh, we initiated adult family champions. Yep. I think we um, have we have six adult family champions, and I think we could put a plug in, too. If there's other Absolutely. families that are out there that feel like they have a lot of expertise in raising an individual with Angelman syndrome who's an adult, reach out to us. We'd love to have more champions to help families through this process. Mm -hmm. The other thing, uh, we've got uh, contact information on there now that if you have a question about an adult need, I, I get, uh, I'm getting an email about yeah. once a week now with that we can help direct resources with. We're um, working on a uh, FAQ document right now related to Social Security and uh, Medicare and Medicaid, that type that thing. Stuff. <laughs> for adults. Yeah, that yeah. We, none of us want to deal with. Yeah. Uh, and we're working on an, a couple of more documents. So we've got several things that are going to go up. I think uh, Catherine and I are working on right now that'll go up within the next month. So yeah, and I, I think and overview. Yeah, I think we could also add that we've we've entered into a really beautiful and strong relationship with Protected Tomorrows with Marianne. Right. She does a lot of webinars for us and she's unbelievable and she really can help any any family to go through the process of special needs trust, guardianship, what all that able accounts, all those things that are really stressful and sometimes I just pretend like they don't exist because it stresses me out that I need to do it. Um, she is she, we have tons of webinars on our website. If you go to the adult resources, you can find those there, but she's been fantastic as well. She's the best. I know, right? And also, I'll go on and plug here. Eric Mann has heard me say this a million times, but I've been hearing Marianne Ellert speak since Paige, pretty much since Paige was five years old. And I learned something every single time, and you take it in little bites, and it gets done. It just, you have to yeah. be patient with yourself and give yourself a lot of grace on it. But. So I have a few personal questions for you about your journey. But before we get to that, can you let everyone know what these adult groups are that are coming up and a little bit about them? Uh, yeah, so we've got the uh, group, it's, it's, let's see, where did I write that down? I've got it here, right. Uh, October 19th at 7.30 Central, 8.30 Eastern, we're gonna have our angel first angel guardian meeting. We're really excited about that. Uh, it is for, I'm gonna really stress this, is for any caregiver who has an adult family member with Angelman syndrome in any living situation. So we fully expect to have siblings on and parents obviously on, but it could be, you know, whoever is involved in caregiving of an adult with Angelman syndrome. And we really have two major focuses to this group. Uh, and one is for, uh, to connect with other caregivers. Mm -hmm. and the other is to, uh, 
provide resources. So in the way of we'll start with what's everybody interested in knowing about, but then yeah. we will actually um, cover topics that people request. One thing we're going to do along with the sibling group is uh, having difficult conversations. That's yeah. one of the first topics we're aiming towards uh, having uh, on how you have those difficult conversations between the sibling of the adult with Angelman syndrome and the parent um, yeah. uh, planning for the future essentially. Yeah. So, well, so we're really excited about it. We've heard from the siblings that that's can be a challenge mm -hmm. of, of they know that they're going to possibly have the guardianship and the, in, mm -hmm. in the, the oversight of that, of their sibling, but they're not prepared and they're scared and they don't know what to do. So I think that's going to be a really great conversation to have. Absolutely. So that's the first meeting. Uh, we're going to uh, have a general, you know, we're going to point out resources that are available. We're going to see what people are interested in talking about in the future. And it'll be just, a, uh, you know, planning, formulating what we're going to do in the future. And we do plan on meeting every other month. Those those months are listed on the Angelman Syndrome site. And you can register. Uh, it's a little convoluted on how you get to the registration, but if you go to the adult resources, it has uh, a little section that says uh, the Angel Guardian meeting. And if okay. you click the link, it takes you to sibling resources. And that's where you register. And okay. the reason well, being- we need to fix that. Make it yeah, easier. the reason being, Catherine and I have, have talked about it actually uh, twice now, but the the reason being that we, you know, we want siblings to be able to yeah. go to, and yeah. so it gets confusing on what's the best place to post a registration. Sure. So, yeah. but if you go to the adult resources and just scroll down just a little bit, you're going to see where you can register. So that's awesome. Yeah. So before I ask a couple questions, a couple other things that I think is important to to remind people one if you're interested in being a part of the adult task force we're always looking for people so you all you have to do is go to our website and make an impact and go to committees and um, that email will go directly to robin and she can connect you it's not a huge time commitment but i tell you they're great calls and it's just a really um, like I said, a cathartic time, um, and so I think it's 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 really um, it's a really great way to give back. Um, and also, if there are things that you think we could be doing for um, this this population at the ASF that we're not doing now, please let us know. The only way I can fix it is if I know that there that it's that it's an issue. So let us know if there's something that we can be doing. A couple other things really quickly that we're concentrating on too when it comes to adults is where we've really invested some research dollars on looking at some of these things that some of these these symptoms that happen when when some of our individuals with Angelman syndrome get older. Um, we want the best quality of life for our, for our um, individuals with AS and for the caregivers. So we have some clinicians that are really looking at that. We're also working on creating the first ever adult transition clinic. So there's a lot to come on that, but we're really excited because one thing that we hear a lot is that our, our individuals with AS are having to go to children's doctors and they're getting great service there, but once they turn of an adult age, they kind of get pushed to the adult neurologist and it, it, it becomes a problem. So we're looking at that as well. So there's a lot of, lot of things to come down the pipeline, but please let myself or Robin know anything that we can do to support you guys as we move forward.
Hey guys, it's Amanda here. As you know, we're here for you, our community. If you have questions about any topics we can discuss in our podcast, or if you have ideas for future episodes, we'd love to hear from you. All you need to do is email me at dearamanda at angelman.org. Thank you so much for listening and your continued support of the Angelman Syndrome Foundation. But Robin, I wanted the last few minutes that we have here, I just kind of wanted to, if, you, if it's okay, to ask you just some, some questions to help families who are either newly diagnosed or right where you are now. But let's say you're talking to a newly diagnosed parent. You know, I was diagnosed, my, Jackson was diagnosed about three years ago, and I will tell you, I sometimes have anxiety and panic attacks when I think about the future for Jackson. So what kind of advice can you give to newly diagnosed families on how to manage that anxiety and stress um, as they start thinking about the future and it gets really overwhelming? So that's really hard. I'll be honest, I have anxiety attacks now, even with page at 28 with the future. And I'll tell you, my son, uh, he went to the sibling meeting, you know, last, a couple yeah. of weeks ago, and he texted me this weekend and said, hey, they said in that meeting that y'all need to have a binder or a lockbox yeah. that has all the important information in it. So do you? Because I just realized if you die in a minute, I don't, I'm a, being a mess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so it continues on. But I think the way to manage it is because when your kids are young, I mean, y'all have a lot of career going on and a lot of activities and all that we all did and I think you just have to take it in small bites as you can of course now we're when Paige was young we didn't have all these webinars and you know yeah. even COVID has helped that so I think if you take things in as small a bites as you can take it and know this is a marathon it is not you know it's not a sprint this is a lifetime commitment and at each stage in your child's life with Angelman syndrome there's different priorities and uh, take it a piece at a time. We're working right now with the ASF with binders so people yeah. will know. You know, Catherine and I were talking about this yesterday. So if you know, okay, every time I get something related to this, I need to put it in here, then it's smaller bites than if you're trying to recreate it. You know, yeah. from, uh, but, and then, you know, so I think give yourself a lot of grace and say this is going to get done i have lots of people to help me with this i'm not alone in this i talked to a mom the other day she'd never met anybody with who had a child with angelman syndrome and that's so sad to me yeah. because we can help each other out so much so reach out get help from whomever if you're getting anxious about it do one little thing yeah. and you've made a you know you've made a movement towards it so yeah I think that's great advice. I know that one thing that I've learned in this journey is that, especially with Jackson, when you have social media and you see all these kids excelling and your your child may not be at that point, it can be very disheartening. And I know for at least for our family, we're always like, okay, we're going to pick one thing, one thing to concentrate on. And, and instead of like, I want him to walk, I want him to use a fork, I want him to use a straw, I want him to use his AAC device. So we're going to work on all these things. And that's just really, really overwhelming for everyone, right? And so Absolutely. just like you said, taking bite size and giving yourself grace. If one night you come home and you don't feel like using the communication device because you're tired, it's okay. Like, it not is absolutely okay. Right? Yeah, I absolutely. 
So I will say, um, Robin, in the chat right now, everyone's saying we love the binder idea. So we'll have to get moving quicker on that. I know we have the templates, so those should be coming out soon. Um, and uh, Teresa said, I love that, the give yourself some grace. And someone else said that they really wish that they had all these resources back in the day. Yeah. And I, yeah, I can't, I often try to think and put myself in the shoes of you got like you all and what you had when your kids were young um, and, and what we have now. Uh, but I, I honestly, none of us, none of this would be happening and none of us would be where we're at if it wasn't for our amazing individuals like you and the families that went ahead of us. Really. Well, and I think I see Denise made that comment too. I think what I keep telling myself too is that I didn't have, you know, we've had to recreate it. Yeah. But the, the recreating, the, the doing it is helping me too because I'm learning things I need to know in the next two years. So, you know, you never stop learning in this. Yeah. Uh, you know, it just keeps on and on and on. So, uh, you know, there's people have gone ahead of me. I see people on, you know, Brenda's on here. Yeah. That they've gone ahead of me. Paige is only 28. We have yeah. people way ahead of us. So yeah. we just have the technology to help us with it more now. Yeah. Too, you know, but again, back to that other, if people start feeling, you know, like, I'm getting anxious about this. What's going to happen? They just need to reach out to one of us other people and help us give you grace. Yeah. Sometimes you can't do it for yourself, but yeah. somebody can say, listen, you're doing great. You know? So I love that. So I'm just going to send everyone to you. Oh, there you go. I love it. You know, like I told Kath, I think I told Catherine this yesterday, you know, I retired three years ago and I love, you know, I need, I'm a workaholic. Yes, I you love are. this work. I love this work. You're doing a fantastic job. And honestly, well, I don't I know what we'll be do without all of you. So, oh, Jonathan just joined us. So Jonathan, we love you. He wants to say, <laughs> hey, hello. Jonathan. To say hello to Jonathan. <laughs> So, Robin, as we, we wrap this up, I, I would love to hear from your perspective if you could just tell me a little bit uh, more about, like, what, since Paige has been in the home, like, what that has meant for you and your family and what that has meant for her. Because I think there is this, this really hard feeling of of doing that right like in the and i know our community feels different there's much diversity in the in the thought of this and everyone's choice is everyone's choice so we should honor Absolutely. and respect that but for you like how was that process and how is it now of making okay, that so just to, to do it briefly and one again once again i want to say everybody is right in the decision they're making there's no right or wrong in this so there's no, there should not be any judging on anybody's decision on what they need to do in their situations. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think people need to know what's available in order yeah. to make informed decisions. So what basically what happened with us is, um, and this is, it's really hard because the, I, I try not to get too emotional when I'm talking about it, but this is the hardest thing that my husband and I have ever done. Mm -hmm. uh, in pages 28, and it's the hardest thing we ever did in our 20, you know, we did it three years ago. So in 25 years, it was the hardest thing we've ever done and it's still hard. Yeah. And, but really what happened is our son started worrying what would happen when something happened to us and they are fully involved in Paige's care and know they will manage her care. They're going to be co-guardians when we're yeah. gone. But it was our family's decision that we didn't want our sons to have Paige have to make a decision 
are we going to take Paige with us? We wanted to make that decision. Yeah, yeah. And Paige deserved, in our opinion, to be as independent as possible herself. So we, when our sons really started worrying, thinking about it, we started thinking that all three of our children are equally important. And we had to make the best decision for all three of our children. And so we made the decision as a family to, um, and an opportunity came available. And Woody and I, my husband and I were 64 and 63. We could take, we're healthy. We could take care of Paige for a, a good bit longer. But we don't know what tomorrow holds. And we thought yeah. for our family, the worst thing that could have ever happened for Paige, for our family, is... Uh, for Pat, for us to have something to happen to us and Paige have to not just lose us, mm-hmm. but to not know caregivers and move into a different situation. And for our sons to have the burden, honestly, yeah. of making huge decisions for their sister that really their parents should have made. Yeah. And so um, while while it's the hardest thing, and it's still the hardest thing. Yeah, I call I I talk. I talk to Paige's caregivers twice a day. We see her uh, two to three times a week. We spend most of Saturday and Sunday with her. Mm-hmm. Um, we can go in or out at any point we want to. I talk. We talk to her on video conference. Um, but this requires a lot of trust. Yeah. And it requires a lot of follow-up and making sure things are done. But we feel really comfortable that if something happened with us now, somebody can, those caregivers love Paige and she's special to them and they know how to do things like wash her hair and give her medicine and how to know if she's sick and how to put her braces on correctly. And so anyway, that, that's been our family's personal journal journey. It's not perfect, but honestly it wasn't perfect at our house either. Yeah, Yeah. And people said, People have said, oh, you don't need to feel guilty about this. And I'll be honest with you, Woody and I have not felt one ounce of guilt because we didn't do it for us. Yeah. We did it for our children, Paige, Ben, and Drew. And since we did it for them, we don't have any guilt. If this is torture to us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, and people, I think, think in society, oh, now you get to do what you want to do. And, you know, all that, that is not what it's about for yeah. any parent that's making this decision. Sure. It's each family trying to make the best decision for their family. That's what it is, honestly. And we need to support families no matter what decision they make. Yeah. You know? I love that. Anyway, that's it. I'm sorry. Um, I get no. Are you kidding me? Um, there's no reason to be sorry. I like I like I said. I, I appreciate you being so open and vulnerable with us because I think um, I can't imagine because obviously I'm not at that stage. But I think about that stage and think about. I love that you brought up the fact that she deserves that independence. And that's what I pray the most for, for Jackson, that he just has some independence, right? And so I think, I'm sure she loves being there and I'm sure it's working out. It's it's wonderful. She loves it. Great she tells you. us bye, you know, she's, she, I'll say, are you ready to go back to your house? And she says, yeah. yes. She went in the door, sat, this is just, she went in the door Saturday night when we took her back and her caregiver met us at the door and she, Paige, just hug, put her arms around her and just hugged her, you know, and that's what you want. Oh, you yeah. know, that's what you work towards. Yeah, and absolutely. again, it's not perfect. We're all the time, you know, trying to take care of little things. But yeah. Anyway, thanks for asking the question. 
because well, it's hard to talk about, but it's yeah. an important thing to say. I you agree. Know, you have I, to be think, honest. Yeah, and I think also, uh, you know, I think it's important for everyone to understand that everyone's journey is, is is different. I mean, even when it comes down to the state by state, what you can do, like you know what I mean, when Absolutely. it comes to finding yeah. homes and whatever. So yeah. everyone's journey, especially with transition, is going to be really challenging. Um, and it's going to be different. I'm different for everyone. You're right. Uh -huh. It's a family's choice. And so we just need to support people on that. I will tell you, the comments are blowing up about how much everyone loves you. You're an inspiration. I love you. Thank you for sharing your story. You have me crying. Uh, but it's important for us. I mean, especially for someone who's is still new into this, this journey, it's important to hear that. And uh, I think that um, the blessing is that you've been able to walk that walk and now share it with, you know, share it with us and you're using the, your experience to help other families and there's nothing more beautiful than that. I mean, it's unbelievable the work that you're doing at the foundation. I hope you know that. Well, I, I, I mean, thanks to the foundation because if it wasn't for y'all, we wouldn't, honestly, we wouldn't be where we are as a family, honestly, mm. you know, so you need to give back when you can. And, you know, I couldn't give back as much as I wanted to for a very long time, but now I can. So, yep. and we'll see, hopefully you did a good plug for the conference and hopefully we'll see all the, all these amazing people in August 20 of 2022. Yeah, so we can all come back together and give everyone big hugs, but I am Absolutely. way past my time with you. I'm so sorry. I've kept you longer, but, um, just a couple other last minute things to remind you. If you want to be a part of the adult service task force, go to our website. If you want to be a part of those chats where you can have these amazing conversations, and these honest conversations that Robin and I just had with other people that understand your journey and your walk, make sure you sign up for those. And if there's anything else that we can do for you as a community, let Robin and I know. If Absolutely. anything that I've learned from this task force is when you ask them to do stuff, it gets done. And I love that. So Robin and great group. Is great group of folks. Yeah. And I, I, you'll have to help me. So Cindy is part of it. Carol, right? And Sherry, and Sherry Caspert. Um, who am I missing, uh, Cindy? I'm missing uh, somebody. Know, I'm oh, I know Dawn Bly. Dawn's yeah, been, Dawn Bly, really, yeah. We have a lot uh, of great people on this. Yeah, who were, who, like we said, we, we usually start the beginning of every task force meeting with about 10 minutes of supporting each other. So, good. you know, that's what mm -hmm. we need. Right. So, Robin, thank you so much for thank being on with us tonight. I told you by the end of the night I probably would have my southern accent back, but I think I did good. So, <laughs> there's worse things than a southern accent. I totally agree. I miss mine so much. Well, I love you so much, Robin. Thank you so much. And thank you for everyone that joined us tonight. We hope you enjoyed um, the All Things with AS. Next month, I. I should know off the top of my head what next month is. I think we're talking with um, a couple of our researchers, um, which will be great. So we're going to ask, I'm going to ask questions from my perspective of not knowing anything about research and science. Um, so it's going to be one of those fun, like question and answers. So if you don't understand much about research and science, you don't want to miss this. So thank you guys. We hope you have a wonderful night. Robin, we love you and we'll see everybody soon. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening to the ASF podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support us, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating or review. And please don't forget to subscribe.